welcome back aboard the night bus. Magical transport for any stranded or lost, witch, wizard, or muggle. I'm Corey. It's Jamie. And I'm Jackie. And on tonight's ride, we are going to be telling you guys a little bit about why we like Harry Potter so much. Some stories of how we started listening, how we found it, and just some other Harry Potter stuff. But the first thing we got to do is we have some chocolate frogs to open up to see what wizarding card we get. Oh, we yes. We got goodies. We, got we also have some butterbeer. Yes. We, we, we splurged for this one. Damn. That's butter a big beans. chocolate frog. That's what I'm saying, man. That's a big frog. <laughs> Good thing you didn't come popping okay. out there. Okay. Right, what we got here? I got Beatrix Bloxham. I got the same one. Uh-oh. Don't tell me we all oh, got the yeah. same one. Oh, yeah, all three. Oh, man. Well, that's boring. Come on. Yeah, we was hoping to get, get some good ones. I was hoping it'd be Dumbledore. That, that's what I was hoping for. No, no, no. I got to have the Dumbledore. You can't Beatrice have him. Blocks. Well, I mean, I guess, I don't know if he's on a card or not, but uh, Salazar Slytherin. He should be, yeah. Uh, I would have hoped for that then. But uh, we all ended up with the same one. Hmm, lesson learned here. Don't, don't pick them from the same area when you pick them up. Yeah. Well, well I mean, I ordered these. them, so I guess you just oh. don't. You figured it'd be random if it's in order. Send a yeah. nasty letter back to well, him. Mix them up. To be fair, it was a two for three deal. So maybe oh. <laughs> three from the same batch. Oh, good so, possibility. Yeah. Still cool, though. Yeah. yeah. Beatrix blocks them. Maybe next time we'll get a different witch or wizard. Yeah, so what was the Beatrix story here? She was the author of Toadstool Tales, a collection of wholesome and pure children's stories that have been found to cause uncontrollable retching in children. Oh, lovely. <laughs> well, then. Uh, hoping that doesn't reflect on the frog. Yeah. Exactly. As you guys already said, this is a big frog. Yes. And I guess this is the right time of the year to do it with people getting Easter bunny, chocolate Easter bunnies. Oh, yeah. We've got chocolate frogs. And butterbeer, of course. Of course. Oh, 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 hey. We got a comparison test to do. Oh, yeah. We've got some butterbeer ordered straight from the Harry Potter shop store, Harry Potter store, harrypottershop.com. And then we've got some generic butterbeer from a local uh, Books A Million store. Yeah, well, we're going to compare and see which one we think is better than the other. Let's see. What was the name of the, the one you picked up today? The Flying Cauldron Butterscotch Beer. Hmm. I like yep. the name of it, though. As compared to the... Tried and true classic butterbeer. Butter beer, yes. The, uh, from the source. The exact same one they sell in the so theme park. The, uh, yeah, this is the theme park product. Yes. Yep. All right. Well. All right. <clears throat> Who wants to go first? I guess I'll start things off by taking a drink of the tried and true butterbeer. Good as always. And for the uh, butterscotch beer. The Flying Cauldron. Not as good in my opinion. It smells great. <laughs> Smell test, it passes. Taste test, it's alright. If you've never had butterbeer, you know, it, it's something. It's better than never having butterbeer. Yeah. But I prefer the true to the source butterbeer. Alright, Jackie, you next. Yeah, I will start off with the time-tested butterbeer, because you never go wrong with butterbeer. Nope. 
good as always. Been better if it was the frozen butter beer, but yes, or hot butter beer. Uh-huh. Right now, yeah, yes, the hot here where we're beer. at is twenty-two degrees right now, Fahrenheit. So yeah. hot butter beer would have been amazing right now. All right, let's go for the flying cauldron, butterscotch, butter beer. I, I like it. I won't. I won't say it's a whole lot better, but I just like the the, the flavor of it. It's 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 good. Well, that's you, Jamie. Oh, let's see here. Give the give the Wizarding World one a go. He's the only one here that hasn't been to the actual Wizarding World, so this ain't his first time drinking butterbeer. But but no, this this is all a. Uh, I've not actually been like you say to the to the park. Right. I haven't I haven't had the frozen butterbeer. Well, I had the frozen butterbeer that you know. No, I've I tried to I made homemade butterbeer ice cream. Which personally, it it was really good. Oh yeah, it, it was, but it turned into butter. Butter beer ice cream. It was. I put too much butter in it. I it's still pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. Then I made the, some hot butter beer up here one time. You did, and it, it was really good. It was good. Yeah. I remember that too. The only thing we can't figure out when it comes to making hot butter beer is how to make the, the froth thing. that yeah. they use on top, because that froth down there is amazing. What are we what are we thinking over there? Well, like I said, that's the Wizarding World product. Mm-hmm. It's good. Very good. I've had it before. Now let me. Let me try the flying cauldron version. Hmm. Let me try it again. <laughs> uh oh, second second hmm. drink. That, that bodes well for it. On the second go around, man, I, I think I'm gonna have to go with the original. Yeah, it, uh, it, don't get me wrong. It's just a, a good... little little after flavored uh, with the. With yeah. the flying cauldron deal, I mean it's uh, it's got a good smell, it's got a good flavor. It's not as not as strong as the original. Oh no, no. But it leaves a little something behind. Yeah. Now, if you have kids and stuff, and you want to have a Harry Potter night, something this would be perfect for it. Get you a couple of these. Mm-hmm. Pop your popcorn. If you can't order the chocolate frogs, you know, just get what you can. But just it'd be perfect for that. Yep. Both good, but. I think the original edges out just a little yeah. bit. The back end of the Yeah, leaves a little leaves a little aftertaste behind. Yeah. But I mean that first taste, man, it's good. Don't get me wrong, it's good. Kids will love it. And plus it gets them right into the, the spirit of it anyways. Yeah. And it comes in a bigger bottle than the uh actual butterbeer you order. Yeah, you you definitely get more. What what is it, like a twelve ounce? Twelve uh, uh, twelve ounce. Two hundred milliliters versus oh. 355 milliliters for the uh, flying cauldron. Flying cauldron. Yeah. So, yeah, you get uh, almost double. That now, it also almost doubles the calories. <laughs> oh, either one is so sugary, man. You know, it's, it's a diabetic nightmare. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Never had too much sugar. It's got 33 grams of sugar and 31 grams of added sugars. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the uh, the straight from the source butter beer, from what they serve at the parks, it's only got sixteen grams of sugar and eight grams of added sugar, so it's got way way less sugar. Now it's oh, it's yeah. smaller, the flying but that's still is, is way sweeter. Apparently, yeah, yeah, yep. By, yeah, and you by can the taste that in it. You oh, can. Yeah. I think that's why I didn't like it as good because yeah, it's, it's a little, I don't it's drink hardly anything with sugar sweet. in it anymore. Yeah. For what it is, it's almost too sweet. Still good though. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, you know, if, if you aren't able to get actual butterberry from ordering it online or just at the park. If you don't want to wait for it to come right, in. Right, yeah, if you don't want to wait. Because the, the, the. No, you have Harry to order. Potter yeah, you have to order it off, offline or go to. This, you can you walk know. right into the bookstore and get, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was it Withering, Withering World of Harry Potter.com? No, it's Harry Potter Shop.com. Harry Potter Shop.com, okay. Yeah. And all the, basically, all the stuff you order from there shifts straight from the New York store. Which is pretty cool. And they, they get all their stuff directly from yeah, we've England. Ordered a, uh, we've ordered a few things off of there. Oh, yeah. I've got a shirt. Yeah, we are jacket. slowly amassing everything they sell. Yes. We would have the tr- the school trunks and everything, but for some reason, every time we go to order them, they're sold, they're out. sold out. Yeah. Every freaking time. It's a conspiracy, I'm telling you. They like... <laughs> I can, they log in, they'll get, yeah, we're going to go ahead and put up the sold out sign. That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Death Eaters just don't want us to have our damn school robes and stuff. That's all it is. Well, I'm one of them, so why are they, why are they stopping me? Well. There's no loyalty among Death Eaters. Clearly exactly. not. Clearly not. Oh, they definitely ain't. <laughs> oh, I know there's not, because I hate the mouth voice. Yeah. All right, who wants to start? I'll start off. If yeah, I mean, you probably you know, got we, the, I mean, there's where are we going to go here? Well, we're going to start off with it's the whole, why we like it. Yeah, kind of our introduction we'll story. Like, my, my introduction to it was... I yeah, was where, much, where, where did you first get into it at? Because, I mean, I was it's 20, 20 years old now. I was 27 years old when it came out. Right. I mean, but it's been out for, what, 20... When was the, the book? The first book came out in 97. Okay, so... Yeah, uh, my mom took... All the all the grandkids, all her grandkids, to go see it. I didn't know it was a book. I just thought it was a movie. Then she took all the kids and stuff to see it. It come out on cassette. My mom bought it for me. I watched. It. I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. Then it got to where I was talking to my stepbrother, and I said, "Man, I just wish there was more of a story to let you know what actually happened to Harry's parents and stuff." He said, "Well, you got to read the book." I was like, "Book." They said, you didn't know it was a book? I was like, no. He bolted up the stairs and brought down the book one, book two, and I think book three was out at the time. I was like, no, I didn't know it was a book. Oh, man, you've got to read the book. So he gave me the first book, took it home right away, hooked to it. Went back, got the second book, read it, read the third book. Uh, at the time, I only had three kids. I got five altogether. But I only had three at the time. I had two boys and a girl. The... Boys is old enough to go to school. Uh, my wife was going to get her GED at the time. So I was at home watching the do- my daughter. And our routine was we get up in the morning, go down, feed the fish. i go make a bowl of cereal, come back in the living room. we pop Harry Potter in, and we sit there and watch that. That was our routine. That is how I've got hooked to it. It's just amazing stories and like i said the, i watched a couple of the watched the first movie before i read the book which i'm kind of glad <laughs> oh yeah it's that that's the best route yeah yeah sure if for sure you've not read the book shit make sure you watch all the movies then read the books you will be it's a whole new, different experience it is you will love it and i got my my oldest daughter into it i had my oldest son into it uh, second son, he he likes it, but he he's not a big fan like I am. And my youngest son, he he likes it, but again, he's not diehard with it. 
my youngest girl, now she likes some of stuff, and she has all the books. <clears throat> I had to get on her because she had been listening to our podcast. <laughs> but uh, that's how I got introduced to it and learned out learned so much about it. Is you know, just the movie come out, and then my stepbrother introduced me to the books, and those was what really blew my mind. <clears throat> it was so bad. I got the books. I read them, and showing my age. The first book, second book, and third book was on cassette. Yeah, audio format. Oh uh, yeah, audio books. The audio books was on cassette, and I bought those at Walmart. Uh, book four was on cassette too. I mean, it come in a huge box because it's so long. Oh yeah, it's like eighteen cassettes. Yeah, and uh, book five was that's when they transferred to CD, and I could start listening to them on CD. I didn't have to walk around with my little Walkman in my hand or wait till I was in the car to put it in and listen to it. So I, I will I will say I got pretty much hooked to them got the books got the got them on audible got the movies everything all right i guess you can go next jamie <clears throat> i just listened to you there and uh i'm not sure at this point man uh, i know i watched the movie first of course because i mean you know it was out and as far as, as getting into well getting back to the movies i saw the movies the movie, at least the first one, uh, you know, good movie. And like you said, definitely you want to see the movie first because then when you get into the books, those are the characters you see. Right, you know, you've got images you in your hear. head. That's, yeah. Well, uh, like I say, I, I know I saw the first movie, maybe the second movie, I don't know. I hadn't really got into the books at all. I knew they existed, you know. My kids were... You know, little at the time. And neither one of them was really into that so much because they were kind of too young for it at the time. You know? And I think probably I got the cassettes from you. You got the cassettes from me and book seven. I gave you to you on CD because I got them off a line wire. (laughs) I remember. (laughs) I clearly remember. Probably not all you got off a line wire. Painting the kids' oh, no. bedroom one weekend, I guess. You'd, you'd loan me the cassettes. I remember you telling me about that. And I hadn't really, I'd watched a couple of the movies, hadn't really listened to any of the, uh, the, the audio on it or read any of the books yet. And I can't, I'm not 100% sure what book I listened to first. It wasn't the first one. Because I watched the movies. It was on cassette. It was either two, three, or four. That's the only ones I had on cassette. I'm going to say I started listening to them with two. Probably. And I remember I was painting the bedroom, and it was on the cassettes that you'd loaned me. And, man, as soon as one would finish, I was flipping it over to hit the next one. Uh, and it just took off from there, you know. Yeah, she she really knows how to capture your imagination. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you'll see the scenes in your head and... I may or may not act out some of them when I'm listening to the books. Oh, yeah, you, you can't help it. You're driving down the road, in my case, driving down the road, listening to the audio books, which I do all the time, and it gets to certain scenes and you just start out loud just speaking the scene, like you're you're acting out, you know, whatever character you're, you are. And I'm sure the following books I probably got from you, too, on audio, up until I actually started reading a few of them, and I got those from you, too, I think. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I remember what, reading The Half-Blood Prince right back here in the warehouse that I got from you. Yep. 
uh, and dude, I'd work a little bit and and, and read a read a chapter. Yeah, and do uh, a little work and read a chapter. Book five, six, and seven. The night they released at Walmart. That's when Walmart stayed open twenty four seven. At midnight is when they would release the new book. And yeah, they had a release party them out there. Yeah, and you'd go in. They'd have cake. They give you a little piece of cake and stuff. They give you a little. Uh, Word search puzzle. They give you a little set of fake Harry Potter glasses, a little plastic little wand. I mean, you got all of it when you went over there, and I got all of them. Hmm. When I started getting hooked onto them, when they started bringing them out, I went to all of them. Yeah. My story is a little different, mainly just because I'm not as old as you guys are. Yeah. So my mom got me into them. Uh, She started watching the movies. I watched the movies with her. Loved the movies. Uh, around the, around the time the, probably, I think we watched the fourth movie, uh, and then when I was at school, uh, one of our school things was we, you know, we had to read a book, so I just naturally just picked one of the Harry Potter books. I didn't read them in order. That was the only problem when I was, I was a kid, so, and at that point, I wasn't huge into reading like I am now, so I literally just, I can't remember which one it was, but I read the book, liked it, ended up, started reading the other ones, read them completely out of order. Which I do not recommend for your first time reading them. No. But, like I said, I was young. I was only like, I don't know, nine or ten at the time. So, didn't really hurt. But, uh, watched all the movies as they come out. Loved them. Well, when I, uh, started, uh, graduated high school and started working, I got Audible. And this was around 2012. And I bought the Harry Potter books off of there and started listening to them. And, yeah, I'd say since 2012, I listen from book one to book seven every year, two to three times a year. Oh, and I will vouch for that because mm. it gets on to me because I don't do and, it. Yeah, and and I, I get on to doing the same thing here. I mean, it's like a, at least annually, man, I'll listen all the way through oh, at yeah. least once. Yeah, yeah, I've got Usually right around the holiday. Yep. This is a holiday story, man. You, it you is. You listen to these through the holidays from about yeah. what? Man, September when school kicks in? Uh, but especially Halloween and Christmas. Yeah. Harry Potter is very, very heavy. The books are very heavily based around those times of the year. Halloween and Christmas. It's definitely a, a fall season story. Yes. Yes. So, you know, if you are reading the books or listening to the books, like I said, me and Jamie's got a thing where we literally, we start around, around, you know, Halloween. Sometimes mm-hmm. a little after Halloween. That's when we'll start from book one and listen all the way through. And normally I finish a little before he does. Cause, yeah, because just different listening habits. Yeah, once I... When I listen to them, you know, the first three or four books, I try to I try to pace myself so I don't burn through it. By the time I get to book five, it's just nonstop. I can't quit listening. I just, from book five on, the story is just so encaptivating that it, it just hooks me and I, I can't quit listening. Yeah, see, book five is what throws me off a little bit. I like it. It's a good book. I can't handle all the whining Harry does at the beginning of the well, book. Well, we can get into Harry's character, man, because he's a, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Just, I don't mind it as much. I get more aggravated at Ron's whining in the uh, in the fourth, fourth book. Fourth one, yeah, where he didn't get. Yeah, where he's all upset because Harry, uh, you know, his name got drawn out of the uh, the fire. Yeah, he thought he the there and didn't let him know about it because he was wanting all the glory for himself. Yeah, I mean, it's like clearly you're supposed to be Harry's best friend. You should know he doesn't want all this. Yeah, well, Ron doesn't realize until book seven that. It sounds a lot cooler than what it is. Yeah. Yeah, all the cool stuff that Harry does that when you say it, it's like, oh, Harry did this, this, and this. Yeah, because it literally, 
he uh, saves Harry from out of the pond, out of the frozen lake of mm-hmm. water, grabs the sword, uh, cuts the necklace off of him, and then kills the Horcrux. Yeah, then destroys and the Horcrux. Horry, Harry. I know. Him and tells him, you know, well, you did this and this. He said, well, it don't sound as cool as it was. He said, I've been trying to tell you that for years. Yeah, yeah. Only reason I remember that because I'm listening to book seven right now. Yeah, he's uh, finally, literally, he's one of those that doesn't like to finish things. He doesn't like things to end. Jackie no, doesn't. I, I I read the first book. I, I tried to pace myself through it. Don't get me wrong. I, I'd read a little bit. I set it down. But it was like, i got to read it. But then I knew this is the last one. It's bittersweet. You, it's bitter because it's the last one, but you want you just can't stop yourself. So I read the whole book. Then I listened to it one time, and that was it. This is my third time actually having anything to do with book seven because it just, it's yeah. just hard because I know it's the last one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the complete opposite. And Well, my, my first time when I when I got bought all the books off Audible and listened to them all, I literally listened to all seven of them and then immediately started them over again and listened to all seven of them again back to back just because, you know, like I said, when I read them as a kid, I was a kid. I read them out of order. You know, it, I didn't take in everything. So listening to them again that first time around as an adult, I understood so much more. And just, like I said, I literally listened to all seven and then immediately started over from book it, one and done it, it again so much. back to back. And you learn, every time every time I re-listen, I, I catch something I didn't. Or now, because I've done it so much, I remember stuff that I had forgotten. I grew up with them when they was still... The movies wasn't all the way out yet. She's still writing the books. Uh, yeah, I think, I think Deathly out. Hallows came out in 07, the book. Yeah, Pottermore was still a, a big podcast and stuff I was listening to. Again, showing my age, I was on my PSP. I would download the episodes onto it so I could take it to work and listen to it. And then she'd do interviews with JK and stuff, and I'm sitting here with a pen and pad, listening to the interviews, the questions they're asking, trying to figure out what's going to be in the next book, what's going on. My own little murder mystery thing going on. I'm <laughs> trying to write down clues and stuff. So nothing I wrote down come nowhere near close to what actually happened. But it was the fun of it that you... Well, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, we we were, and like I said, we, me, you, you were in your 20s. I was probably somewhere around my third, early 30s at the time. <clears throat> yeah, aged myself here. Yeah. But... uh and you hear a lot of people, I've heard it a million times, well, it's a kid's story. It's a kid's story. Well, part of it kind of is. Yeah, but the kid in but, you likes uh, to listen to it. I mean, you know, fairy tales have been around for 100 years. Those kid stories, too, at one time, you know. The thing is, man, we watched these come out, started out with the movies, you know, got in, found out about the books. Uh, and we watched it happen from its beginning, and we were actually – listening to it getting the books as it was coming out man these are these are books that's going to be around for the next i mean for hundreds of years yeah you know uh, well you got what name some classics lord of the rings uh one of the greatest hobbit uh, lord of the rings hobbit uh, uh dune you know, uh, the killer mockingbird so i mean these these are these are classics we we were actually got to see and take in as they were being made yes you know um age-wise man you you listen it's like anything else. You, you you remember how you felt when you first read it. Then you age a bunch of years and you feel different. Yeah, it's there. So there's there's something there that changes with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and my opinion on certain things changes every re-listen. Point. Good point. Every time I re-listen to the book, my opinion on something changes. Sometimes it changes back to what it was at the start. Sometimes it changes to something completely new. But my opinion on different characters will change just on, like, the mood I'm in while I'm listening to that book. So it's just, it's very captivating. Mm -hmm. And then you'll catch yourself talking about something that happened in the book, describing it like it was in the movie. Because you've done listening right. to it. Oh, you've yeah, done, I've said that you've a million times. you got the characters times. in your head, yes. Because we was all talking about that before. You just, you're like, that was in the movie. No, it wasn't. That was the book. Are you sure? I can, I can picture it in my head. I've seen it in the movie. Mm-hmm. No. You're imagining, the, the books are written so good that you can literally see it in your head and trick yourself into thinking it was in the movie. Yeah. And the movies are, you know, really good to the point that, you know, all the characters are great. So in your head, you've got the characters. In your head, because you've seen them in a the movie a million times. Because I've also watched the movie a bunch. Not so much anymore, because I mainly read the books now. But I've seen the movies enough that the characters are, you know, burned into my head. So that when I'm listening to the book, I've got the characters in my head doing exactly mm-hmm. what they're supposed to be doing. And You'll then, forever hear Robbie Coltrane's voice yep. doing Hagrid. So yes. then, you know, like tomorrow. Tomorrow, our local uh, Marquee Cinemas is uh, doing a reshowing of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Yep. So we'll be going to watch it. And uh, just like last month, we did the same thing because they'd done a reshow on the Sorcerer's Stone. As you're watching the movie, when stuff in the movie happens different than in the book, my brain just auto-corrects it. That, no, actually, this is how it happened. And it's just my brain just ignores the, the wrongness that the, the, the movie did. Oh, yeah, because uh, people don't like watch When the books was coming out and the movies were still coming out, me and the old lady went to watch... Uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, and I'm one. watching that, and I'm like, that ain't how it happened in the book. Why did they change this for? And she's like, shut up and let me watch it. I said, well, if you read the books like I tell you to, you would understand what I, why I'm so aggravated. Because they leave so much good stuff out. And they well, I mean, and any time you do a movie, you're going. You know, but that, yeah. That's just got to happen. See, back then, movies didn't last no more than maybe in hour and 30 minutes if that yeah so mm-hmm. yeah 90 minutes was you know the feature film length was 90 minutes anything yeah. longer than that was like well, what are you doing yeah there's, there's always stuff lost you know from the book to the screen in, in anything oh yeah yeah which i don't think any of the harry potter movies are less than two hours might have to look they're all pretty know. long they're, they're kind of long but they, yeah, as check. time went on they started making them a little bit longer just like films nowadays. You see a movie that's only 90 minutes long, and it just seems like it goes by on a blink. It's not a movie. I want them to do, from start to finish, all seven movies, well, eight movies in a row. Just go to the movie theaters early in the morning and don't leave till after midnight. Oh, I'm sure that happens. Well, they was supposed to up in Uptown one time. Me and Corey was looking at it. Then they ended up canceling it and didn't do it because... We come when we both work the same schedule. We'd be in, in like eleven, and we had to come right back in to work at midnight. But we're gonna go watch them. Yeah, yeah, that was the plan. <clears throat> the shortest Harry Potter movie is The Deathly Hallows Part Two. It's two hours and ten minutes. That's the shortest one. The weird thing is, the next shortest one, and this makes no sense, is number five, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. And that's one. Of the that's the longest book. book. Yeah, that's the longest book. But for some reason, it is the second shortest. Movie, yeah, that's the movie I can't watch anymore. Well, that's because the first time you watched it, you yeah. uh, you may or may not have pirated it and watched it in yeah. terrible quality. It was horrible quality. It it ruined it. 
I mean, it ruined it hard. Hmm. So I can honestly say I've only ever watched that movie once. Well, now it's time to watch it in Ultra HD, man. Well, in a couple more months, I will. (laughs) Time to to fix that old memory and get rid of it. I'm going to get the 4K version. Replace it with 4K. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking. They have an 83-inch TV. You just went out last year and bought a 75-inch that you don't use. I know. But now they make them 80. (laughs) It's an 83. The size of the TV doesn't matter. For the Next same, year, it'll be a 90. <laughs> for the same amount I paid for the 70-something last year. I've got a 48-inch TV that costs way more than your 75-inch TV cost because it's just a better TV, even though it's only 48 inches. I don't know. I don't I don't watch much. The bad thing is my TV will be on, my phone will be in my hand, and my iPad will be on. I'm the same three way. Th- three different things going on at the same time. I'm the same way, but I still have to have the – I'm one of those that when it comes to, like, technology, i got to have the best of the best. I don't. So TV wise, I've got a LG OLED. It took me what five, six years, if not longer, to switch out my Emerson Ultra HD for a 4K. Because I keep telling Corey, I'm gonna get me a 4K this year. Your consumer dream, ain't you? Oh, I am. They they love me. Let me sell you this. (laughs) Although I don't upgrade my you know my phone every year, I upgrade every two years. So Apple's not getting all my money, (laughs) even though I do have basically everything they make, except for that new headset. I spent way too much money on a car that they'd even think about buying a Apple Vision Pro. Oh, Let's make, a, make a quick those. point here, though. The mic you're using right this minute. Oh, well, yeah. T- tell the audience what you paid for that mic. <laughs> yeah, this was a... Uh, let me look up the exact price, so I'm not lying to you. <laughs> it was $280. $280. And, bucks versus... Yeah. What did you pay for these two mics, by the way? These two are used. I bought them off eBay. I have a hundred and some dollars in both of them. And by That's your own admission, which the one's the better stands. quality? Oh, yeah. You guys have the better mics. It just... So, yeah. A well, lot of times it's what you pay for, but sometimes it's not. My my mic, I was wrong. It was 200 bucks even. So, yeah. 200 bucks even with the uh, XLR cable. It's the... Uh, I got... My mic is the, uh, the Shure... It's not the Shure SM7B. That's the... Really high dollar one. I got the Shure MV7X, and it's it's a good mic, but and I'm the one that told them to get the mics they got, the Audio Technica Audio Technica AT2020s, because I just I know they're good mics. I should have just got me that, saved the money. Yeah. Now we're talking so it's about not always another. not always in the price. But a lot of times it is. It's not always. No. Nah. About getting another mic. When it comes to electronics, like I was getting at, most of the time with TVs, it is you get what you pay for if you get a cheap TV. That's just how it works. I don't know. I've kept my other cheap TV forever. Well, I'm not talking about the old school 1080p ones. Because I got a 1080p Vizio that I got from Walmart in like 2010. And that TV is still amazing. Oh, I, I've got no one it's got great sound quality and it's 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 great TV. It was but good. in modern TVs, all these smart TVs with you know HDR and all that stuff. You know, you can go to Walmart and buy a smart TV with HDR for 200 bucks. It's not going to be great. We have once again drifted so far off. Yeah, the track. we're not even talking about Harry Potter anymore. <laughs> Harry yeah. Potter is normally the thing that we can stay on without crossing got, topics. Yeah, where, we where did we where did we go? Where did we curve it? I don't know. I'm not sure. Anyway, yeah. back to Harry Potter. So we, we've we've told our stories about why we why we love it uh, and how we got you know into yeah. it. Now, uh, where do we go to next? Do we want to do the uh, the theories? Some of the theories we've come across, or 
we got some cards here that uh what are these things uh conversation card harry potter conversation cards and they basically just have like little you know what if and questions and stuff on them so yeah like one of the questions i was looking at today was like i mentioned y'all earlier out of all the harry potter potions if you can make one which one would it be and why would you make it me polyjuice uh i want to see what it'd be like to be a girl honestly oh my god I, I, I'm not lying. That's not Yay. what I would use Polyjuice Potion for, but, I mean, I guess that would work. Yeah, that's the that's the whole reason I want it. These two over here wanting liquid luck from crazy. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. That, that was my first thought was Felix, Felix Felices. Felices. Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't and, want, who, you know, who doesn't want to be lucky? That seems to be the most uh, yeah. productive uh, like potion, a, except for someone who wants to walk on the other side. <laughs> Yeah, someone wants to walk on the wild side. Exactly. Like I said not earlier, again, once again, I have to say this every episode. I'm not judging you. Oh, you can judge all you want. I'm still going to do it. Yeah, as I said when this question was posed, you know, right before we started recording, I said Felix Felicis, but I said, you know, if you give me time to think, I might change my answer. Well, I've had time to think. I, I'm not changing my answer. I've just thought of some more things that Liquid Luck would help me with. So it was Felix Felicis. The first thing I said for Felix Felicis, my reasoning was. Simply, just, you know, take enough to have you, you know, lucky throughout the whole day and just make it the day that, you know, the Powerball winnings are drawn. And just buy you one Powerball ticket and boom, you're probably going to win. Well, also, I do, uh, not a lot, but I do a little bit of uh, sports gambling because I'm big into sports. So, throughout the rest of that day, I could also just make a bunch of sports bets and I'm probably going to win them. Now, me, myself, because I'm already have liquid luck, and I'm probably going to win the lottery. I'm not making bets to win money. I'm betting on all of my favorite teams to win. I'm oh, I'm, I'm putting works, bets though. on the Celtics to win the NBA Finals. I'm putting bets on the Steelers to win the NFL champion, the Super Bowl. Uh, that's what I'm doing. I'm putting I'm putting a boatload of bets on yeah. West Virginia to win every single college sport there is. That's not how liquid luck works, though. You're not it, supposed to use it in competition. No, no, it's not that. But I'm going to anyway. You can use it. Well, you're a slither and I'd expect nothing less. Exactly. Yeah. Personal gain, <laughs> baby. Liquid Luck helps you I admire make that. the right decisions. It doesn't change things for you. You can't will something into And you're right. And what's going to happen is I'm going to drink it and I'm going to go to make those bets. And I'm going to be like, no, nah, that, best, that's, that bet's going to lose. I'm going to end up making other bets that are going to win and it's not going to help my team at all. But exactly. what I would want to happen is what I just explained. Oh, yeah. What would happen is what cool. you just said yeah. is, but the liquid luck would kind of push me into, no, not this, not this. Like when Harry, But it would push me into picking the right lottery numbers. Yeah, like when Harry took it, first thing out of his mouth, I think I'm going to go see Hagrid. Yeah. <laughs> Ron Hermite is like, no, no, what? No, you, you've got to go talk to Slughorn. He's like, no, I'm going to, no, I'm going going to Hagrid. I'm going to see Hagrid, yeah. <laughs> it just, what he wanted to do and what luck was telling him to do was two different things. Mm-hmm. But it guided him in the right direction. Yep. yep. It'll, it'll guide me to those six numbers. <laughs> what about you, Jamie? I'm, dude, I'm really starting to question your answer there. <laughs> but for, mm, for different reasoning? No, no. I mean, well, maybe, but interesting. Because I, I thought about Polyjuice Potion as well, but I would want to turn into, like, Elon Musk or somebody. Oh, uh, no. Just, just somebody ridiculously rich and ridiculously famous. But you only get it for twelve. I mean, oh yeah, but yeah. you're not them, and you know, I, I, I mean, I'm not like a person that go in and steal some of their money or something. But you're I'm not, not a them. person that wants to be famous. Mm. I just want to see what 
their life is like for oh. a little while. And yeah. then I'll be happy to get rid of it because that's, that's definitely not for me. That, that would not fit me at all. I don't want that attention. See, I don't either, but I want to see what? just for a few hours what it's like, and then I'm, then I'm done. See, he's got a I don't like to leave the house at all, to... so I definitely don't want it permanently. Yeah. And like I was telling Jamie when we was coming up here, if I was married, we're going to take Polly's potion, but we're going to oh, switch. Oh, God. Yeah. We're going to switch roles. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Nope. Oh, you're taking yeah. me to a whole new place. <laughs> yeah, I told you. I'm just I'm Hey, thanks. Hey, man. Well, cool. What what are well, we we gotta we gotta find some other potions. We we've only we've spent you know ten minutes on two potions. Ah, those are the only two that that yeah. you know that that we want. That's your that's your payout. Those are those are your payout potions. Well, I guess. What else have you got? Well, I mean, you also you have the option of. Death, uh, but I mean, who am I trying to kill? Yeah. <laughs> or uh, you know, you got the uh, what's that the uh, what's that potion that uh, Harry makes for Slughorn the uh, this. Sunshine potion or whatever. It's supposed to make you uh euphoria, euphoria. a euphoria potion. Yeah. And he nah, adds a sprig of peppermint. Right? That's what it sounds like you to just me. Man. I'm just yeah. trying to think. We of have those potions. Yeah. We could yeah. do that now. What? Question. Okay. On the polyjuice potion. Of course, I mean no spoilers or anything. Anybody listening has has got some kind of background in the, in the Harry Potter story. So you get hold of hair from the person that you want to become. Oh yeah, I forgot about that part. Yeah, and then you're them physically for X amount of time. Mm-hmm. Now ponder this, and me and you've discussed it a long time ago. I don't know if you remember. If you had your own hair from say oh, twenty yeah. years ago, yeah. could you be you're twenty years younger for a short amount of time? <clears throat> Yeah, we. I forgot. You're still you, but you're you twenty years, you know, a younger well, body. Yeah, because that DNA would still be mm-hmm. a younger DNA. The, the hair would be from the younger you. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I didn't think of that one. See, so that, the that's years, more. Man, you could like bank hair from. Yeah, I want to go back to this age or this for a little age. while. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Wanna be twenty-five today instead of achy and <laughs> yeah. cold. Yeah. Now that you said that, I. I I still would prefer liquid luck, but if I was doing polyjuice, that that that's the route I would go now. I forgot all about us talking about that. Yeah, I wasn't here for that conversation. No, it's, this was just me and him one See, night. This is just some of the random stuff that you know yeah. how this whole thing got started. Again. Oh yeah, we, we <laughs> these are the crazy things we'll sit and talk about. Yeah, we we get the weird stuff, and then Jackie comes in asking the philosophical questions that nobody knows the know, answer dude. to. <laughs> he went. He went. Well, <laughs> well, we know where he went. Yeah. Most of the time when he shows up asking us Harry Potter questions, it's stuff that's like, of course nobody knows the answer. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll pop a couple of them out there for you. Can't apparate inside the school. Only house elves can. Mm-hmm. All right. Why is it that all these Death Eaters have house elves and they never just grabbed a hold of the house elf and said, apparate me into the school? Because they would have to do it. Yeah. Huh. Interesting, yeah. And there's and there's no spell to stop them because then the ones in school couldn't do it. Hmm. Because if you remember, again, book seven, creature went with uh, Voldemort to the island, drunk the potion, went to drink the water, was getting drug under the thing. But where Regulus told him to come back home. He just operated back home. Yeah, because he had to follow orders. Yeah, he had to follow orders. 
even though you couldn't operate inside that cave and stuff because of the protections on it house elf could because they have a different magic so you could have literally had just had house your, elf yeah. go in there you have yeah i don't see why you could Harry while he was asleep <laughs> or grab a hold of all the death eaters bring them in there instead of fighting with that wardrobe so months of repairing the wardrobe wouldn't have been necessary no mm. yeah just stuff that, that I just randomly driving down the road and here, and I'm like, huh, well, this, well, then why didn't they just do this? Unless, you know, there's some kind of ward or something to. So that just humans, that from yes, that was, humans you know, couldn't do it. You know, someone had anticipated that somewhere along the line and, and put a ward against that happening. Mm, I and don't know. Maybe if the, you know, if the elf apparates, you know, there, the, the human will just either this, get kicked back. His magic or may end up somewhere wrong. Him, though. So then it'd just be the, the same magic going through that human. Ooh, that would go don't through. know. See, this is what I'm talking about. We, he we, asked the questions that we can't assume, answer. We have to assume yeah, well, that there that. was it couldn't be done, and that's why they had to go with the cabinet. There must have been something preventing it. Or did they not think about it? Well, because this was remember, Draco, so yeah, he's not the brightest. Well, if y'all remember, they the overlooked house elves because they just they, they look at them as nothing. So they overlook that they don't have powers that wizards have. But you got people like Dumbledore who are protecting the school, putting up what they feel would be the necessary protections. So it's iffy. Could go either way, really. Yeah. Again, never heard of them trying to use it. No. So would they actually think about it? Because how many times have we listened to the books and this and that and never once True. asked that question? True. I don't hardly ask any questions like that. I'm one of those that just listens and just goes with it. And then you guys come to me with questions. I'm like, I never even thought about that. I don't know. My mind just doesn't think that way. And then we'll ask the other question I asked last night. Okay. The wands. Mm. The elder wand. It turns the legion to whoever killed the other person. It had to be taken. Right. Okay. But. Or defeated them. They didn't necessarily have to kill them. No, you had to be, you had to disarm them or, you know, whoever won the battle between mm -hmm. them same thing happened with draco's wand that's why harry could use it and like i asked last night does that mean everybody who's ever been disarmed by somebody else that that wand will now work with that person they switched their allegiance to that person hmm yeah and i i still have no answer like i yeah. i don't know and again this is shit i think about when i'm driving down the road listening to the audiobooks yeah <laughs> just randomly oh i wonder if a and B. Yeah. yeah. I listened to it. I was like, now wait a minute. Now, if this and this, that means well, anybody's been disarmed. So the whole time they're in the DA trying to disarm each other, they're wands. And, and just like we were debating last night on it, does it have to be like a duel? Uh, does practice count? If I just handed you my wand, does it switch its allegiance to you automatically? Well, uh, that, no. And I, I know that definitely doesn't work like that. Now you got to win it. You got to win its loyalty. Now, if I'm holding you at one point and I tell you to give me your wand, again, would that be me disarming you forcefully? I would assume so. Yes, yeah. I think. And wand lore is so complex, but I would I would assume that the wand recognizes that you know if it's your wand and you know the wand recognizes that you aren't willingly giving that wand up, you're having to do it. So the wand's like, oh, okay. Clearly, this person's not strong enough to have me. I want the other person. 
that's kind of the the vibe I get from Wands. If yeah. if Wands could talk, yeah, if Wands could talk, and it also states that there's there's countries that you know inside the the Harry Potter universe that don't even use wands. Yeah, yeah. There's wizards in other countries that don't even use wands. That's kind of a European thing, I guess. American too. Yeah, yeah. Wizard that we know of so far. Yeah, yeah. and then it's stated in the books that you know <clears throat> wizards in Africa don't use wands. They don't. They, you know they can channel their magic without wands. I assume. Uh, I assume the old Egyptian wizards that uh, probably didn't use wands in inside of the story. Yeah, I it get never, it. Never goes there, but it mentions them. Right, it mentions, and I, yeah, I get the, I get the vibe that they didn't either. They probably didn't either. So and then it comes back to another question I asked last night: If you could do magic without a wand when you're younger, why do you stop doing it when you get older? When you finally get a wand? Oh, you mean like the kids that just randomly yeah, kids, use magic and aren't trying to? Yeah, they're not trying to use magic, but they do. Now, me personally, if I was a wizard, I wouldn't have to want to reach in my robe and pull out my wand. Because how many stories that you're listening on here that the other wizard beat him to the wand and disarmed him or took him out because they was reaching for their wand? True. Now, as far as that goes, they talk about the wands and, let's say, people's ability. Uh, just like athletes. You know, like more yeah. athletes, you know, regular people, athletes. I mean, we're not marathon runners, but there are people who are marathon runners. Oh, yeah. I'll never be a marathon runner. I you know, Physically, in, if I was young or old, it doesn't matter. I'd never be able to do it. Some people can. Some people can maybe use the wands way better than other people. Some people don't even need the wands. And then some people need the wands just for the basic to get through their day with, you know. To clean the house and wash it. Because that's how you know it works in the wizarding world. Oh, yeah. Everyone uses magic to do everything. Yeah. But, but again, is this like mundane daily magic or high-level athletic magic? Again, you know, we talk about this person can, can't. A lot of kids, well, Neville, for instance, they talk about, yeah, they well, thought he might have been a squib. Yeah. All the way up until his uncle threw him off a balcony and he bounced. It dropped him. Yeah, dropped him out of balcony yeah and he bounced Hermione makes comments about you know Neville can barely do anything yeah but he ends up winning the Hmm. pretty much winning the war for him but I'm Mm -hmm. sure in the wizarding world there's just people the average everyday people who you know use their wands and just get by through their day but they're not high level skilled well see I'm not talking about high level skill and stuff I mean all little kids that's how they pretty much know they're going to be with it. They, they do some kind of magic without a wand. Right. Accidentally. Well, if you can do all that when you're little, you should still be able to do it when you get older. They probably can. I think maybe inside of that, they've just become dependent on, on that wand. Yeah. It focus, I know it's supposed to focus your energies and stuff, your it, magic. It, just, it got so much easier to do with the wands that they never bothered to learn to do it without them. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. If it was me, I would practice wordless magic without a wand. Nonverbal. Yeah. Well, I, I listen to a lot of those books and stuff, and a lot of it's just wordless magic. Well, in Harry Potter, it's called nonverbal. Yeah, nonverbal, yeah. Envy. But it's, <clears throat> it's just something I would practice. Because if 
You don't have to have a wand in your hand. You're sitting there talking to somebody. And boom, you done use magic on them. You not having to dig into your wand, into your pocket, pull out that wand, do the little motions and flicks and code. Tell you right now, I couldn't remember how to do all that stuff. <laughs> so mm-hmm. My memory ain't good enough for that. Younger me, maybe. Probably a lot of Not it is now. they've just got dependent on on using it. You know, yeah, and haven't tried to grow their powers past that. And I'm gonna grab a piece of that cookie. Uh, yep, that's what it's here for. Yep. All right, anybody else? Because I could probably keep going on. Yeah, keep not, going. <laughs> my mind doesn't have questions like that. Well, like I said, I, I don't know. I don't think about that stuff. I may stumble across something, you know, when I'm online, but for the most part, you know, the questions you ask are, the, you know, only time my mind thinks about stuff like that. We got these cards here that have no, pull a card, not really questions, but I'll just grab a random give one. Give us a little prompt to take off on. Yeah. We can do yeah, this let's all see. Night. Yeah, there's 125 cards there. Oh, I'm, this is the most basic one. Yeah. But we'll do it anyway. If you received your letter to attend Hogwarts. What house would you be sorting in? Would you be sorted into, and why? I'm already Gryffindor. This doesn't say what house do you want to be sorted into. It says how. What house would you be Probably sorted into? Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. I'm definitely Hufflepuff. I was getting ready to say, you know, I want to be Slytherin, but I'll be Ravenclaw. Like it's just, there's no doubt, I'd be Ravenclaw. Yeah. So yeah, I would be putting Ravenclaw. Uh, well, no, let's let's ask, answer this question. Ask it a little bit better. If you within the visiting lid with wizards and stuff, which one do you think you'd be into? I'd still be in Hufflepuff. I don't know if I'd still be in Hufflepuff. I'd still be in Hufflepuff. If, I'm sure of it. If Muggle Me got that letter, oh, I'm going Hufflepuff all the way. But if I already live with wizards and my parents are wizards and stuff, I already know about magic and stuff, i got a good grasp on I'm going Gryffindor. Because I know what the houses are and what they mean and where I would line up with it. But, I know what I'd <clears> like <throat> to be. I also know I'd end up in Hufflepuff. Yeah. Muggle me. <laughs> I'm not getting there. Or I just, I'd be Ravenclaw. Like it's just there's no doubt. And Ravenclaw's not bad, at least it's not Hufflepuff. Yeah. And Ooh. Uh, I, Draco Malfoy only has one good quote throughout all seven mm, books. Going. It's the very first book. I just re-listened to this part where he goes, I think if I was sorted into Hufflepuff, I would just leave. I'm the same way. It's like, if you want to put me in any of the other houses, okay. You know, I would prefer to be in Slytherin, but, you know, I'm really more of a Ravenclaw. And, you know, Gryffindor's not the end of the world. I'm big into sports, and to me, Gryffindor's kind of like the, the jocks of the you know, we've- wizarding world. So that'd be fine, but I don't want Hufflepuff. See, I have a different view on that. I wouldn't care which one it was, just for the simple fact that I'm going to Hogwarts and I'm getting to learn. See, now now you're sounding like Snape, young Snape. Well, yeah, that's his whole thing when he's talking to Lily. We're going to Hogwarts. We're going to Hogwarts. Yep. And, but she don't know what Hogwarts is. No, she doesn't have a clue. Yeah, because she was a muggle. Well, I mean, you just asked the question if she's from a wizarding family. Yeah. Well, if you was the way you are now, but as yourself as a kid, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, 11-year-old you got the letter. I'm going to help Where do you think you would end up, 11-year-old you, from a muggle world? Oh. When you were 11 years old, what house would you have been in at that time? 
was Ooh. a little bit of a daredevil then. Well, you may have been Gryffindor then. Yeah, I was, I was, I was getting beaten, banged up pretty bad because I didn't, I was just, oh, I can do that. And I just tried it. Didn't stop and think it out like a Ravenclaw would. We've all, we've all done the, the Pottermore test. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. I'm Gryffindor. You're Gryffindor. I apparently am a Ravenclaw. Yeah. And you're questionable. When I take the test seriously and answer the questions legit, I'm a Ravenclaw. When I answer them the way I want to, I'm a Slytherin. Hmm. But I've took the test enough that I, I know how to answer every question and get whatever house I want. But when you straight up answer them. Truthfully, I get Ravenclaw every time. Every time. Even when I go to these off, off-brand off sites that do the test. It still comes, yeah, I still come up with Ravenclaw when I answer everything seriously. Yep, I always yep. do. And especially me as an 11-year-old, I definitely would have been Ravenclaw. Because, yeah, the younger me was way, way more quiet, shy, just paid attention in school, done my work. Yeah, that definitely wasn't me. Oh, uh, the, the work <clears throat> part anyway. The work quiet, part. Shy, maybe, but. The quiet and shy part, definitely me. I didn't become. What? Oh, yeah. I wasn't Good really. God. I wasn't like this. Which I say that. The military. <laughs> I'm, I'm completely different now than I was, you know. Well, basically, when I, when I graduated school and then started working the job I got now, just working around. All of us. <laughs> all of you guys. This group of And some of the other people we work with down here, it's. It naturally just brought me way out of my shell. Oh yeah, you can't be shy at this job. With no, you can't. <laughs> yeah, we we way we'll get you way out of your comfort zone. <laughs> yeah. Pulls another card to see where we go. Yeah, that was like I said, that was a basic one anyway. So uh, yeah, let's see if I can get one that's not so generic and basic. Uh, hmm. If you could attend Hogwarts, you would be allowed to bring with you a cat, owl, or toad. Which one would you bring? Oh, an owl. Yeah, an owl. An I mean. owl, definitely. Yeah, I mean. I don't see how I keep getting. You know, we got a bunch of cards here. I mean, this is a whole. There's 120 some. Yeah, 125 25. cards. And somehow I've drawn just two that are just generic. When you start Hogwarts, what would you do? So, yeah, that one's super easy. Everybody's bringing an owl. Nobody's bringing one different. Uh, Oh, here we go. If you could visit Borgen and Burke's shop in Nocturnally, what would you buy? Ooh. Yeah, I like that one. I want that necklace. <laughs> The one you can't touch? Yeah. Wow. Who, who are you touch. trying to kill? I just like the way it looks. Oh. <laughs> I'm like most people. If it's shiny and glittery, I want it. <laughs> I'm probably going with the Hand of Glory. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well, I wouldn't mind mm-hmm. the Hand of you, Glory. You move around in the darkness, no one can see you, but you see everything. Yep. Was the candle that... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. like no one can see but you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really name a whole lot of stuff off that yeah, I know. There's not a whole lot in there that you can really choose from. Well, also, I wonder what, what, are we just saying anything Borgen and Burks has ever had? Well, now, if we're going with anything Borgen and Burks ever had. The Locket. The Locket, Slytherin's yeah. Locket was Slytherin's there for a Locket. short time. So, I would definitely want that. But, if we're just going based on what's in stock in Borgen and Burks, like when Harry's there, and even then, the Hand of Glory's not in stock for long because Malfoy buys it. Yeah. But that's probably what I would want. Vanishing cabinet. See, I the thought about that cabinet. too. But he's only got one. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have the other one. I don't need the other one because when I step in it and go through, I know where the other one's at, and I'll go there and buy it. Oh, You'd well. end up like yeah. the kid who was stuck in it for. Oh yeah. Again. I thought that's where you go. Where you was going with your first question? Yeah, I was going to, but I've done asked that, that question y'all, yeah. y'all a thousand times. Well, yeah. Again, because I don't remember. The kid that got stuck in the vanishing cabinet after yeah. it was. Right. 
He taught himself how to apparate while he was in there and apparated inside Hogwarts. Yeah, end up in a toilet. How? Uh, he they overpowered to, the ward. I mean, he had. They had spell to. Spell can be broken. I guess they had to lift that spell so they could just practice. Apparition. Just by trial and error, he figured out how to get around it. Or doable, but he had how much time well, to? I mean, look at all the witches and wizards throughout the years that wanted to get in there. Point. This one kid, which. Granted, we desperate too. Yeah, he he was a little bit more desperate than the other ones. I don't know about Malfoy, but he was a little bit more desperate than the others. But yeah, he granted he apparated with his head stuck in the commode. Yeah, <laughs> and Snape had to go pop it out of there before he so, drowned. I have no answer, but my only like brainwave thought on the thing is, I guess where he was stuck because he was shoved in the vanishing cabinet by Fred and George, and he got stuck in between that vanishing cabinet. In Hogwarts and the one in Bergen and Burks. He kind of like got stuck in between. Yeah. And uh, because the vanishing cabinet had been smashed by Peeves, so it wasn't in good working order. It wasn't Peeves that smashed it. Yeah, remember Peeves done it to... Uh, Fred and George done it. No, Peeves is the one that smashed it to get Harry out of trouble. Remember uh, Sir Nick? Nearly has Nick talked Peeves into doing it. Because Harry had got in trouble. Is that what it was? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, th- this was... Because I thought this it was, was Fred and George uh, done it, and it got blamed on Peeves because... Uh, no, this is way back in book two. Bilch was back there like, oh, we got him now. We get him out of here now. That's a priceless thing. Oh, Peeves is out of here now. Yeah. That, oh, that was the whole thing. But naturally, you know, Dumbledore never throws out Peeves. I could have swore down it was Fred and George had done that. No. Fred and George is the one that shoved... Uh, the boy into the van. I don't know why I can't think of his name. I, I know all the characters' names. I can't think of his name. There's another question. How many people have died or come close to dying oh, yeah. in Hogwarts? That, that's Did the, anyone wonder where this kid was? Well, if you Did remember... Did Fred and George ever go to anyone and say, oh, we put him in the cabinet and no, he's gone? No, they didn't. Remember in the Chamber of Secrets? They, they always just write him off as lost You forever. remember Hermione was uh, debating whether or not they should go tell uh, Madame Pomfrey exactly what happened that to see if that would help her be able to heal him faster. And Harry or Ron was like, "No, no, we don't, we don't tell what we know." Yeah, Hagrid once said, "You're always being, you know, a little scared to send kids to Hogwarts because there's of, always uh, been a risk." Yeah, there's always been a, a not a slight risk. There's been a major risk. I just wonder what the body count is there every year. Yeah, because you know, what kid accidentally stepped off of the moving steps, or you know, oh yeah, wandered into <laughs> the forbidden <laughs> Those are the most treacherous never steps. came out again. Yeah. There's a waiver you sign before you start there. I guess by accepting the letter, that's your waiver. <laughs> yeah. You read it in the small print, you know. Yeah, in case down at the very bottom. We will not be held responsible. Yeah. Written in invisible ink. Yeah, <laughs> McGonagall. McGonagall put it in invisible ink at the very bottom in tiny print. Okay, uh, I'll just grab another one of these cards. Although, I've kind of learned not to grab from the, the certain colored ones. What would your Patronus be? Hmm. See, I don't know. See, that's, I don't think that's a question anybody can <clears throat> really answer. Well, I mean, your Patronus You know what is, you want it to be. Yeah. Well, your Patronus is... Mine's a sand... Uh, uh, oh, yeah, based off... Oh, you go off the Pottermore. Pottermore. Yeah. yeah. I'm like a bay mare. Yeah, we're not, we're not going based off Pottermore, though. Yeah, Pottermore but I mean, is, that's what... But I'm not a horse person, though. 
Mine's I, my Patronus is not a friggin' polecat. That's why we're we're not going off of we're not going off Pottermore. Slytherin, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Y'all stink you, you chose that life, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I got a polecat, but no, <laughs> I got a polecat, and then when you I read, chose the thug life. For, pe- I, <laughs> for people out there that don't know oh what God. a polecat is, it's skunk. Yeah. <laughs> now I did get a robin when I redone it, but yeah. He went back to the polecat. <laughs> I mean, a robin's not great either. So you can fly. But you can't stink <laughs> again. I don't think that's one like you could honestly answer. No, probably you not. Could, you could say, "Oh, I'd like it to be this," but I don't know on that one. That's yeah, it's a little iffy, a little too uh, yeah, that yeah. something too you really mi- have too control. mystical there to, to to be able to be sure. Yeah, because I would definitely want mine to be a a wolf. Want it to be a wolf? Yeah, probably wouldn't be, but that's what I want it to be. Well, mine be a Rottweiler. That's cool too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What'd you say you wanted yours to be? A wolf, yeah. No, okay. I said that a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Wolves are just definitely a wolf. Yep, wolves are cool creatures. So, uh, yeah. How did I just? There are 125 cards, and I just accidentally drew the same one. <laughs> well, you're supposed to set the ones you put in. You draw it out the first times off to the side. Well, I assumed I wouldn't grab the same one in out of 125. Uh, Fred and George Weasley create the Skiving Snack Box, containing sweets that help students get out of class by feigning illness, like fainting fancies or nosebleed noogies. If you wanted to get out of class, uh, which one would you actually take? I take the fainting man. I don't want the nosebleed. Yeah, that's me. That's me too, because I I remember what they, how the nosebleeds went. Yeah, that didn't the, end well. Yeah, in the book. I, mm-hmm. uh, again, we almost had another one to add to the body count. Exactly. Yeah. I only have so much blood, man. I don't want to get smell of me. I take the the faint ones any yeah. day of the week. Yeah, I think everybody would. That's that's just the easiest one. Uh, Luna Lovegood is a young witch with an eccentric style all of her own. What is what is your favorite accessory worn by Luna Lovegood? The oh. radishes. Ooh, good hmm. one. I was going with the glasses. That's what I was going to go I, with, I the, like glasses. the glasses. Too, I like the radishes. We keep going with the same thing, Jamie. True. <laughs> radishes. Ooh, fun fact. I got a fun fact. Okay. Uh, In the movies, throughout the whole run, you know, from the first movie to the last movie, the character of Luna, Luna Lovegood is only on screen for like 17 minutes. Wow. I, 17 or 11. I'd have to look it up again. I'm just shooting off a of memory here, but it's either 17 or 11 minutes. I can believe it. And yeah. for the whole, that's the, all. That's all you have of her. Because you really don't see anything but, strong of her till the DA well, and seven. But really, man, I mean, she's a major character. But you only see her for 17. She makes such an impression in 17 minutes. Oh yeah, you know. Oh, she does. I think, and I'd have to look it up again. I think that Draco Malfoy throughout the whole run is only on screen like 30 minutes. And yet you hate him. Do you, though? I do. Now, maybe it's because I feel like he gives Slytherin a bad name. How can you give Slytherin a bad name unless he was doing good? I mean, no, <laughs> he's, he's being a true Slytherin. Now, Not, draw, draw a strong line between the two characters, man. The Draco Malfoy in the books and in the movies, kind of different. I didn't realize, uh, again, I've, well, for the people listening, uh, I just started watching Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Well, I watched that movie, and I'm starting that trilogy. And uh, Tom Felton is in that, and he plays the same role that he plays in Harry Potter. He is in it? He is the uh, 
You you remember how uh the the smart uh, uh the smart ape I can't think of his name Caesar Caesar yeah remember how Caesar you know gets taken to the like the pound or whatever you want to call it oh that is him that's him that's the the younger boy that's basically you know keeping the animals in line yeah okay and I watching that I was like he's just he's just playing Draco just in a different movie mm. but yeah in, in my opinion that you know. Draco's the reason that, you know, uh, Slytherin always loses to Gryffindor in uh, Quidditch. If he was just paying attention and actually went after the snitch. Instead of paying attention to what Harry was Right. Doing. He gets snitch every time because even though Harry's amazing at Quidditch, Harry never pays attention. It would <clears> be <throat> so easy to beat him at Quidditch if you just done your job like uh, – like uh, know, what's man. his face did from Hufflepuff? Uh, he's just that lucky one that just always gets it comes out. Yeah, but when he goes like a rose, when he goes up against an actual you know decent seeker like he does in you know the uh, the third book, when when they're going against Hufflepuff and he's going against uh, Cedric, you know he does fall off his broom, but that's after Cedric's already gone. Cedric's getting snitched. There's nothing Harry can do about it. And then the Dementors show up and Harry you know passes out and falls off his broom. But he was done for because he wouldn't pay attention. Cedric found the snitch, and yeah. I believe we could have caught up with him, though. He wouldn't have. Difference in the brooms, man. I, I don't see any way he would have caught him. Because that, that was before he got the firebolt. He was still on his Nimbus 2000 at that well, time. But it's still, I mean. And, I mean, this is, the, by this time, the Nimbus 2000 is two years old. And, you know, you get the felon from book two with the Nimbus 2001 that Draco and all the Slytherins have. It's already a m- major improvement over the Nimbus 2000. So you got to think now's a whole nother year of broom improvements. So yeah, yeah. but like I like I tell everybody else, when it comes to vehicles, this and that, it depends on the person who's. Oh, it does. That's why I said a good, you know, decent seeker, which Cedric was. Cedric was good. Oh yeah, he was good. He was again. Harry take nothing from him. Yeah, Harry's better, but Harry doesn't pay attention. That's all I was getting at. Is Harry doesn't pay attention. So when he's going up against the actual good players, like if he was in the position that uh, uh, Victor Crumb was in in the Quidditch World Cup, Harry would have got absolutely just slaughtered. Because those guys, you know, that, that's what they do. They're focused on it. They're laser focused on that. Harry would be thinking about something else, doing something else, and yeah, he wouldn't stand a chance. They're pros. Harry was, he was good, but it wasn't, Quidditch wasn't his life. Right. He wasn't wood. Exactly. Yeah, that's for sure. We're talking about yeah, off and off teammates, that, other teams, and everything else. He's just that player who doesn't take it super seriously, but he just does. Yep. Great as, at. Yeah. yeah. As somebody that's you know a big sports fan, you see it all the time in sports. Yeah. He's you, got you, natural talent. You, exactly. he didn't, yeah. He didn't apply. You got the you know, you got these athletes that are just yeah they got all the talent in the world. They could care less. Yeah. And, then you got these other guys that. Or no one is talented, every but they day. live and they breathe it, and that's all they care about. And it's like, man, this ain't fair. These guys are doing everything they can to get here. These guys are like, oh, I don't care. I'm just, I'm here. I'm good enough to be here. I'm here. Yeah. And that's what I get from Harry when it comes to Quidditch. Yeah, and that's fine. You don't have to. Because he didn't you know, cry out for it or nothing. No. He was literally just taking up for Neville. Yeah. And got it. Start on this one. Oh, yep. <laughs> yeah, it's a, I've been... Double fisting, dip, dipping, double dipping. Yeah, I've been double fisting the butter beers. If we had, if we had a cup, we'd need to mix the two and see what it does. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> not gonna taint you it. You ain't gonna mix ambrosia along with 
Apple juice? Nah, nah, man. What's wrong hey, with you? Hey, you don't, you don't hey. make champagne and ripple, do you? Yeah. <laughs> you can't be, you know, you, you can't be putting down apple juice. I like apple juice. I like apple juice, but I'm not going to water down <laughs> my butter beer with the flying cauldron over here. That ain't going to happen. I'm just saying. Now, I might take a drink, take a drink, mix them together and do it. That's a little more scientific and I don't waste the good stuff. Cause we got to order this and wait for it to come in. This, yeah, I can go to Beckley and buy it anytime I want. Yeah, good point. Good point. Got anything else going on with the hair? I mean, we could come up with all kinds of stuff to talk. Oh about yeah, when it comes to hair. Oh, there, there's like hours and hours if you wanted to break this down or pick on this yep. subject. Or I was over there <clears throat> and they've got a trivia game. The actual trivia game, just like. Trivial Pursuit, but Harry Potter edition. Yeah, the Harry Potter edition. Yeah, I, I've looked at that. Forty-some dollars. I've looked at that, and I looked at the uh, Cards Against Humanity Harry Potter edition. Uh, that would be really fun. Yeah, which these all might be future podcasts, just so y'all know. Oh, especially the, the you know the Cards Against Humanity because it's just so easy to have you know just somebody narrating you know the cards and stuff. So yeah, which Trivial Pursuit would be easy to narrate as well. Oh yeah. Because all this answering questions and moving along the board. I mean, yeah, be easy to do. Pull us another card and see what we got over there. See if I can manage to not pull the card I've already pulled. Uh, I mean, this is a plain and simple one. It's <laughs> this this question. The answer I'm going to give is going to be a true answer. And it's going to make it's going to show why I'm not really a Slytherin. But it says uh, in Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Hermione says it's a little exciting, isn't it? Breaking the rules? Are you a rule follower or rule breaker? Ooh. I'm pretty much a rule follower, which does not make sense when we be the Slytherin, but I pretty much am. There's Sometimes I don't. But. I follow the rules until I need to break it. Well, I mean, that's basically <clears throat> me, but for the most part, I follow the rules. Yeah. Jamie, awful quiet over there. I'm going to take the fifth on this one. Uh, I... You know, his answer is rules. What rules? Rules are suggestions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so is the speed limit, but that doesn't always fly. Rules are Sometimes keeping you honest man the consequences honest. and the advantages. Make a choice. Yeah. Rules are like locks. It's only made. It's only there to keep an honest person honest. Point. Not a rule breaker, but there may be times when you have to step outside the rules. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes you got to paint outside the lines. Good point. I like this one. Uh, when Harry, Ron, and Hermione are uh, making their way to the Sorcerer's Stone in the first book, you know, they've got to get past Devil's Snare, Wing Keys, Wizard's Chess. That's all this says because this is going based off the movies, but we know from the books they also, you know, have to battle the, uh, the troll. The troll. They get the potions. They got to drink the right one. Uh, which one of these do you think would be the easiest for you to do? And which one could you not do? The chest one is the one I will not be able to do. No, me do, too. Do you chess know? Is beyond me, I've tried to play it. It's let's say, do you know the rules of chess? You know how to play chess? The basics, but yeah, I know the, the basics. Of doing of it. it is. Uh, I, I know chess, you can move this one this far, so many spaces, but to get into a game, and no, okay, it's too much for me. I'm <laughs> not like great at chess, but I. I'm decent at chess. I know how to. I know enough to play that you know I can, I can play against regular people and be a good game. But I'm not gonna beat anybody that actually knows what they're doing. But yeah, 
that wouldn't be the hardest for me, but it wouldn't be the easiest for me. The keys would be the easiest for me. I was going to say the same. I think the keys are just the easiest in general. That in general, me, probably, yeah. Or the potion one. <clears throat> Again, while I'm supposed to be in Ravenclaw and not Slytherin, I'm, I mean, I'm not super smart, but I've got basic knowledge to be able to Common that riddle is exactly something that wizards don't have yeah that's what Hermione was saying when she read those and you know I could figure that out pr- probably pretty easy the keys one now if you watch the movies it seemed like it's gonna be easy but you see Gary he went from being just a little scuffed up to his he shirt cut was cut up. up yeah he was cut up marks all over him everything from the keys attacking him they might not have no teeth, but they've they done some damage to him. Uh, what kind of ghost would you be? Kind of ghost. Nearly had the snake, the, the bloody baron. Mm. Like, if you were a ghost, if you went to Hogwarts, you know, you were a wizard, you got old, you died, and you left behind, you know, an imprint of yourself. What, oh, what would your ghost I'm a jokester ghost. I'm pulling pranks on everybody. I'm doing jump scares. I'm 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 peeves on hands. <laughs> I don't have a clue. That question is. Yeah, I don't quite. I would have to put a lot, a lot of thought into that question. And oh, I don't have to. Most of these questions I haven't had to so far. That one, I don't have a clue. Just off the top of my head, I don't. I don't know. Oh, I'd I don't be know. a jokester. Yeah, I mean, you know, what else are you gonna do? Exactly. You can't eat. You don't sleep. And out of. All the characters on there, Fred and George, have to be some of my favorite ones. Oh, yeah. they're, they're Well, there's a reason that me and you have uh, Weasley sweaters. Yeah, the Weasley sweaters. And, you know, we don't have <laughs> the, you know, George. we don't have the ones where you pick, you know, your letter and you get the letter your name starts with. No, we got the Fred and the George ones. Yep. I got the George one. I got Jack, the you got the Fred one. Cool. Yep. And we will, well, if the temperature stays as cold as it is now, we'll, we'll be, be wearing, wearing those puppies tomorrow to the movies. Exactly. Along with my Gryffindor jacket. My Gryffindor hat. Well, if I'm wearing that, I'm not going to need a jacket. Those are wool sweaters. Oh, they're pretty warm. But they're really I, warm. I got to rep my house, man. <laughs> You've seen my mailbox at the house, haven't you? Oh, yeah. I've customized mm-hmm. my own mailbox. It looks like the, the hat you're wearing. Exactly. Gryffindor, baby. Red with the yellow stripe down it. Got the Gryffindor sticker on the front of it. You want to drive by his house some of them one of these days, and it's just going to be maroon and yellow. Mm-hmm. I talked to Corey about painting that truck. I'm oh, redo. Yeah, yeah. He's he's buying a truck off of uh off of us, and he's wanting to paint it Gryffindor do it, colors. Do it, do it. I'm tempted, man. I am so tempted. <clears throat> I may or may not have bought a Harry Potter badge that goes at HP with the lightning on the end of it that sticks onto your vehicle. I may or may not bought one in the day. Mine off of Amazon. Chrome. Yeah. I was gonna get the gold one. But I don't want that much bling on my vehicle. Yeah. Let's go with the chrome little patch. I would have got a black one if they didn't have it. Oh, I guess you take what you can get. Yeah. But I was tempted, man. Like I said, I did my mailbox. I even bought the red and gold uh, flowers to go underneath it and everything. They didn't come back to it. They were supposed to. Hmm. A little upset about that. Walmart didn't have them last year, so I can get some new ones. Oh, uh, you never said. Have you tried out the candles you bought? No, I have not tried them out yet. Yeah, he bought a bunch of floating candles. Off of the TikTok shop. Has the little wand that turns them on and everything. But I did not know when I ordered them <laughs> that it didn't come with batteries. Oh. And unlike most people, I bought 40 of them. 
forty. Yeah. And they I did not know they didn't come with batteries. And so now you gotta buy forty batteries. Triple A batteries. <laughs> now, starting off, I'm gonna go cheap batteries just so I can see what they're gonna look like and everything. Oh, I also bought me some lanterns. Hmm. Yeah, you didn't tell me about that. I bought these at uh, the Dollar Tree for five bucks. But they actually got the flickering big candle in there. Looks like the ones that Harry was carrying in the oh, cool. Dark Force. Mm-hmm. I meant to bring them up here tonight, but I forgot all about them. Hmm. I was excited to get to do the Harry Potter podcast. I'm so. curious oh, to yeah. see what the candles look like. That's why I was asking him about them. He bought them uh, two weeks ago. Three. Three. <laughs> yeah, Three. I haven't. So where I, are you going to put them? I mean. In my bedroom. Like 40 of them in one room? Yeah. I'm going to put them up. And they have them LED strips that you can buy that makes it look like lightning and stuff. And you buy the poly cotton foam that goes with mm-hmm. the stuffing and for pillows and stuff and go around it and it makes it look like lightning through the clouds. I'm going to have that done with them. That way it looks like it's the outside, like the Great Hall when it shows the outside with the floating candles. Yeah, I'm a nerd. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Did y'all know in the original... Harry Potter, that those was real candles yes. hung from that, and they, they was burning the wires. Yeah. kept yeah. burning the wires and falling. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. They were hung with a fishing line. Yep. And they'd slowly burn the fishing line and the candles would fall. Yep. I, I, was, I was watching, I forget what I was watching. I think it was a TikTok thing, and they was talking about some of the crazy stuff they did in there. They thought should have been done with CGI, and it wasn't. <laughs> Later on, it was CGI. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, at the first go, the CGI was probably fairly new. Or No, it wasn't fairly new. It's just, at the time, probably more expensive than what mm. it is now. So, they yeah. tried to do more of the practical effects. Yeah, because first movie, you don't know how good it's going to do. Even though the book's done phenomenal, you know, you don't know how the movie's going to do. Yeah, you never know when you're going to when you're gonna pull a uh, uh, divergent. Mm. Mm. You just kill yourself. Yeah, we. I never watched that one. Y'all, y'all warned me. Uh, you, you never watched it or read the book. No, I I watched the first movie, and it was. I'll give credit. The first movie was interesting enough that it made me. Well, that and Jamie told me that the books were really good, so I read the books. There's three books, and I read the books. And I was like, man, that was amazing. So then when the second movie came out, I'm like, oh, here we go. No, no, just no. I'm with him. No, <laughs> so and bad. The third one I've never even bothered to watch. No. The third one they made into a two-parter, and yeah, just no. It never even hit the theaters. It didn't. It was. It was. It would. It wasn't straight to DVD. It was straight to TV. Yeah. It was straight to cable TV. Terrible. Well then, what more can we add? Um, like I said, you could go forever on this subject and that subject. It's, it's yeah, end, we're, it's we're at 120 right now. So. 120. Oh, we got another 10 minutes. We can burn on here. We come up with something. Oh, well, we, if I already I looked at one of these cards. It was, it was interesting. I just well, I don't know how we'd answer it. Well, go ahead. Well, it didn't. I When I first read it, I just assumed it said, you know, what what would your animologist be if you could transform? That's not what the card said. The card said, the person to your right, what would they mm-hmm. transform into? Nothing. So, <laughs> You would do Jamie. Jamie would do me. I would do you. Hmm. So, you know. What would Jamie turn into? Yeah. Well, seeing how he wants his Patronus to be a wolf. Just because he's a chihuahua. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, animal just you do. I mean, you don't really get like a hundred percent choice, but you do. You know, if you're you know doing because you know becoming an animaji is like a really hard thing to do. You kind of get some some pick in it as you're going through doing all the stuff. If you you know want to be something bad enough, <clears throat> well, if you want to be something bad enough, you're probably going to turn into it. Yeah, but my thing is, it, there's no guarantee. It, I mean, no, I, I, yeah, and he turned into a rat. So yeah, it's perfect. Well, that was kind of his personality, though. Yeah. Sirius so, was kind of like that uh, uh, like, uh, the guard, guard dog. dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically. Uh, so what, based on that, what, what are you hanging? Hmm. For me, and this is kind of a cheesy kind of answer because you done mentioned this earlier that you didn't want it to be, but it was. But your Patronus was a horse. And I don't know exactly what horse you would be, but I have a feeling if you were the animologist, you'd be something like a horse. Yeah, graceful, running through the fields, main. Eh, Shetland pony. I take a Shetland pony. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. What would Corey be? The same thing he said to you. I would want to be a wolf, but that's probably Point. not happening. Although that being said, I am a. You know, You're the polecat in the. I prefer the nighttime. <laughs> um. A bat. I'm a. I'm a loner. I, you know, I prefer to. I don't like being in crowds of people. I've got it. I don't like being around people. Oh, what is it? Yeah. You a like mosquito. the nighttime. No. You like being alone. You're going to say an owl. How, damn. I knew what you were going to say. How'd you figure that out? Because my, my line alone. of describing myself, I, it just led to an owl. Well, that's exactly, before you ever started, that's what I was thinking. Y'all see, I didn't know that. I assume yeah. based before on what started, I just that's said. That's what I was thinking. I mean, an owl's not the worst thing in the world. How does it be bad? Well, it's not. That's what I said. It's not. I mean, you, you are the tech guy on this whole mission here. Oh yeah. Uh, who, who who do we go to when we have tech questions? Yeah. I mean, arguably, who's the wisest of us? Oddly, the youngest of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes to tech stuff. Point. Point. And a lot of other stuff. Well, not yeah. everything. Not everything. Definitely not everything. But. So yeah, uh, you're now. 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 And now you got to pick Jamie. Hmm. <laughs> uh. My feelings are very hard to hurt. I don't care. Go for it. Well, it's not that. I mean, I just don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say a, a dog, just for simple fact. I'm okay that, with that. That uh, he's, you've had a few of them through that time, and then you just took in how many more? Two. Two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at uh, local animal shelter. Yeah, yeah, pretty <laughs> much. At times. Chickens, dogs, cats. Do you start the chickens? No. Uh, they Ryan all. Raccoon killed them all. Yeah. Man, should have told me. I gave you a trap. We got rid of them. I did, he had them before I could do anything about it. Wiped them out. We'd play an uncle and tape a flashlight to the end of a shotgun and shoot the wrong thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take care of one of the cats. People that don't know about that. Oh. <laughs> what are they going to do? Dig him up and give him hell? <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to tell that story one of these days. Yes. To certain people. Mm-hmm. Mm. Long time not there. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to tell that story. When that story gets told, listeners will give it to y'all. It, it's it's yeah. a wild one. It got passed <laughs> on to me by Jackie. Yeah, that's who, who told me it? about it. Huh? Who told me about it? Your dad. Yeah. Well, and a certain I think someone was... told your dad about it. There was an accident. Yeah. <laughs> we was up at the hunting cabin when I found out about it. So it might have been Uncle who said it. 
Okay, remember. <laughs> but at any rate, I'm okay with the dog. I don't yeah. know what kind of dog, but we'll go with the dog. Junkyard dog. Yeah, that's me. The lazy one. Junkyard dogs ain't lazy. British Bulldog? No, 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 no. I'm a mutt. You gotta be a mutt. <laughs> gotta be a mutt. I, I was more getting at the wrestler, the British Bulldog. Oh. When I said it. Or junkyard dog. The Yeah. The wrestler. Yeah. Hey, yeah, okay. One of the Steiner brothers. You know, the more I drink this, I still gotta go with the originals the better. Yeah. By far. Yeah, the originals better. Flying Cauldron will, the well the Flying Cauldron will give you a sense of what it of what butterbeer is going to taste like when you finally get some of the real deal. Yeah. If you don't have the money to order it offline and stuff, and you just don't want to wait for it to come in. Your bookstore. <laughs> it's passable. I will yeah. say, and I don't drink alcohol, but just based on watching the Fast and Furious movies and just looking at the way that bottle's made and the way the color of the drink. Corona. That reminds me of Corona. I wished it was. And the <laughs> kind of the way you was over there holding yours. Corona's horrible. Thickies. Corona, man. Mm, The Corona. I don't drink alcohol, so I have no clue. I got hooked on Corona when I was in Panama. And that's all I drink anymore. I've tried the Thickies. I've tried Rolling Rock and uh, the other just local ones that you get around here. Do not drink a Panamanian beer. If anybody ever drunk Schaefer's, that's one of the cheapest, cheapest beers yep. you can ever get. That is top quality hooch compared to a Panamanian beer. Ooh, cable, stay away from that forever. I literally thought somebody just peed in the bottle and put a cap on it. That's how bad it was. Maybe they did. Oh, I wouldn't <laughs> doubt it. Wouldn't be. It was horrible. But, you know, down the Harry Potter road, man, we could go on forever touch on yeah. this and, that, and I'm sure we'll hit it again from time to time oh we oh, will without a doubt this is yeah the, uh, I mean there, there's whole chunks that could just be subjects uh, you know my personal favorite run would be let's talk about the Marauders oh yeah oh yes uh, you know I don't know what y'all would pick out right off the top of your head but I'm sure you could uh, See, uh, that's, along the lines of the Marauders like well, we've already talked about this but you know they're doing the, the show which is gonna be great We've, we've talked about this for years. Me and Jackie, for the years and years, probably last eight or nine years, we've talked and wanted them to do a series. Of Harry Potter. Because mainly just because, you know, before they killed it with season eight, Game of Thrones was just so amazing. It followed the books. It cut out the stuff it needed to cut out. Kept in all the main stuff. It was great. And it's like, see, if they just do this with Harry Potter, it would make a great TV series. Yeah, just stick with the book. Granted, you can't do everything in the books word for word but don't cut all the good stuff out yeah and don't change anything yeah that is what kills a lot of the movies and stuff it you know the we're uh book four when uh barty crouch gets killed by his son and he transforms his body into a bone, bone and buries and it. buries it to me that could have been left in the in the movies, but they wanted to try to keep it under a certain rating so they could make it friendly for kids and stuff. Uh, to be fair, in the book, you don't find out that happens until the end of the fourth book when Barty Crouch Jr. is uh, taking Verda serum and he's uh, 
Yeah, telling everybody. What yeah. Happened. Speaking but, of, there's another potion we didn't think about. Veritas serum. Don't I don't I don't have anybody I want to question so I don't I don't really need it to you know make them tell the truth but I'd want a little bit of all of them. Oh, it it would be fun to just to have a, a stock. Yep. See, I get on watching like when we watched uh, Willy Wonka, the new one, the Wonka when it Wonka. came out, that little briefcase brief he opens yes. up and has all these oh, little amazing. That would be like I said, that's a perfect potion box, man. You just pull it this is. out. This is in here. This. All your ingredients are in one little area. I would love to have one of those. And I would love to try to replicate that. But I don't have the attention span. <laughs> That's my problem. I would buy everything to do it with and start. But if it takes more than 15, 20 minutes, I'm, I'm, I've done moved on to something else. My attention span didn't drag me somewhere yeah, else. I want somebody else to find out how to do it and do it and then I'll just buy it off of them. He's got some out there you can get, but uh, man, you're talking three, four hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not really? paying that much. Yeah, just for the wooden toolbox that you could start to take uh-huh. apart, do is a little over a hundred some dollars, and it's not good wood. <laughs> We're not talking about antique. We're talking about cheap Harbor Freight wooden toolbox huh. that you could age and do little modification stuff to make it start doing what you want to do with it. But like I said, it's just so expensive, hmm. which stuff like that should be, or everybody would have it. Oh yeah. Anything handcrafted, you, you, you got to charge a premium. Yeah. It ain't like they're going to come out and try to mass produce one, which they should. They'd sell pretty good. Just like the school robes. In the Harry Potter game to come out with. Yes, Hogwarts Legacy. Yes. If they would sell some of those robes down there at Universal, I'd have one of each. Oh, yes. The, the, oh, my God. Yeah. The house robes, the, uh, I can't remember what they call them in the game, but they're the, uh, basically like the special edition robes. I call them Legacy Robes. <laughs> I don't know exactly what you call but they are. They're they're amazing. All of all the houses, they, they look so cool. You know, the Slytherin one with the split, you know, half of it's kind of green, the other silver, and then you got the snake, you know, down the back. It's, oh, those robes look so cool. Even the Griffin, the Gryffindor one looks amazing, too, with the big old line on the back. It just, man, those robes look cool. I would yep. love if they sold them. Well, I would, too, because I'd definitely buy them. But, see, then I want to try to play true to the, like when we went to Universal and got our robes. We went. Everywhere Harry went to get yeah. his stuff, we went there. You we went buy to Madam Mal- down there. Yeah, we went to Madame Malkin's to buy our robes. We didn't buy them at one of the, you know, just Universal Store or the uh, Legacy, Legacy Shop. Shop or all. They got basically at the hotel, all the places down there at Universal. You can buy the robes and the, the wands and stuff everywhere. Nah, first time down there, we went to Madame Malkin's, got our robes. We went to Ollivander's, got our wands. We went to Florida, Florida's Hughes afterward, got some butterbeer ice cream. Yep. Then we, uh, three broomsticks. Oh, yeah. Well, we had to eat the three broomsticks. That yeah, was just a necessity. We only had Lincoln Cauldron once, and it was not the best experience I had. It, it just their, what they serve as their dinner food, because we go to the, we go to the three broomsticks for breakfast every time we're down there. Yeah. And it, it's great. And we, we went to the Leaky Cauldron once for dinner, and it just, they don't have a whole lot to choose from. No, I got, especially the, for me, I had to eat off the kids' meal. Because they didn't have anything I liked. I got the fish and chips, which 
would have been good if it hadn't been like it'd been sitting for a while in a grease under a done, heat lamp. Yeah, the grease done soaked down through into the food and stuff. It just when you <clears throat> when you was eating it, you had that grease film. Hmm. It wasn't hot and fresh, and you know it's been sitting a while. Yeah, and then when you go to a place like Viva Italiana down there, <sighs> and it's like one of the greatest restaurants that I've ever eaten at in my life. <clears throat> It just it kind of puts a damper on everything else. Yes, it was it was real good. But the three broomsticks for breakfast is amazing as well. Yeah, you know, except for that blood sausage. And yeah, you got to get the full English English breakfast. But and you know your your opinion may vary, but the blood sausage is God is so nasty. Yeah, cause uh, first time we went down there, we come back and I mentioned it to Jamie. Jamie goes, "I'd have tried it. I would have tried it. I'd still try it." So the last time we went down there, I said, "You know what?" Just cause this, I'm gonna do this for Jamie. I'm gonna try it. Sorry oh. about that, by the way. I won't say he the, did not the, like it. The flavor was bad because I didn't get through that. It was the mush, the texture. texture. Yeah, it was in my head. Sausage was supposed to be meaty, mm. but again, it's a blood sausage, so I don't know what I was expecting. It looked more like it was like a mix between pudding and potted meat. That's a good description of the texture too. Oh, I know. Cause it just, your body is, I couldn't. It had the consistency and color of chocolate pudding, but the texture of potted meat. Yeah. Mm. And I like potted meat. I do too. And I like pudding that's not chocolate pudding. I don't like chocolate pudding, but I like pudding. But I couldn't imagine mixing the two, and that's what it looks like. It looks like it mixed the two. Yeah. But right. everything else on that full English breakfast is amazing. Oh, yeah. Beans for breakfast, it was surprisingly good. Yeah, I, there's some YouTubers I watch that still to this day, they, they constantly make fun of the British uh, people they play with for beans on toast. After being down there, beans on toast is great. Oh, yeah. You know, the, you get the breakfast beans, which breakfast beans is literally just Heinz beans. But still, some Heinz beans with some toast. Oh, it's They're good. The Heinz beans in the greenish blue in, can. Yeah, the green can. Yeah, the, 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 the sauce they have with them is not as thick it's hmm. a real real light sauce it's almost like a little bit of a watery sauce that's where you that what makes it so good now i listen to some english podcasters who swear by beans on toast oh, oh yeah. it, and i do too i do I'd yeah. down there i would i'd eat it now we didn't have toast down there with that you get a croissant yeah. but it's My still croissant. bread so and i'm a i love toast in general i mean you can't you oh well in my opinion you can't not listen to harry potter as much as i do and not love toast because that's like the go-to food for harry every morning yeah. Ten tomatoes and toast it's toast 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 every time at hogwarts good. for breakfast it is what i have when i get home i don't have 10 tomatoes i do <laughs> i just bought me a toaster yesterday so oh yeah you i can, I about can toast it up so <laughs> I'm, I'm i bought it for the uncrustables so i can drop down there in the morning mm-hmm. hit that little button as i'm going out the door get my crunchy little toastable and eat my breakfast going to work yeah see it's funny he literally bought that yesterday yesterday i bought a bottle of the smucker's uh strawberry jelly so i could just make my own uncrustable sandwiches because I, I love the peanut butter and strawberry jelly uncrustables i buy them all the time they're a little expensive oh yeah and especially considering you only get 10 and they're super small and i'm like i mean i could make my own peanut butter and jelly sandwiches so you know smucker's is the brand that makes the uncrustables so I just picked me up a bottle of, un- I mean, Smucker's strawberry jelly. I've already got some, you know, Jeff peanut butter, so I'll make my own now. There you go. Yeah, 
wait for them to make something like that down there at Universal. They probably do it one of the like Circus Majorcus or something like that. I've never been. Yeah, there's still one. some places down there we got to eat at. Yeah, when we, we have, go back. Yeah, we're going. We're dragging Jamie down there this one time. Yeah. Oh, I'm going. I don't know exactly when. But Especially. Oh, we know when because we already got the chloroform bought and everything. Uh huh. <laughs> But, you know exactly when it will be. <laughs> yeah, when we go down there for if pass holder days are because we have annual passes. If pass holder days is in August again, when it's super ridiculously hot down there, when we go down there, then we and we were supposed to this time around, but we didn't. We've got to hit up the is that the chocolate factory? Is that the one that you get the milkshakes in the big old uh, big mug? Yeah, well, yeah. it's not a mug. It's a and we walk by mason jar. We walked by it twice because we were staying at the Hard Rock. Yeah, we were staying at the Hard Rock, and you and had to walk by walked it. right by it. And we never, and never went into it. Never walked in it. But went by it and went by the Hard Rock coat uh, the Hard Rock Cafe. Cafe. Yeah. We haven't ate nope. there yet either. Nope. But, Which, it's very much, it and the NBC Sports Bar and Grill are very similar. They're based, Both of them are basically heavily kind of sports bar based. Yeah. You go in there, you're probably getting a hamburger. Which, you know, it's fine. Hamburgers are good. The first night, we're going to eat at the at the... The spaghetti place. Oh yeah, Viva Italiana. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Viva Italiana, and then right go to the movie. Cow, cowfish, oh. which is the horriblest, most name I've ever heard in my life. And and overpriced, and the food's not great. No, it ain't. It's way overpriced. <laughs> we ate there the first time we was down there. Yeah, God, that was the most expensive hamburger I've ever had in my life, and it was one of the worst hamburgers I've had in my life. It just was not good. Yeah, I think it was French fries were good. Some dollars a plate, and all we had was hamburgers and fries and a yeah. drink. I didn't even have an alcoholic drink. Yeah, that's what ran the bill up at the Viva Italiana last time. Yeah, it I had was that. your Corona. I had one Corona, was it two? No, you just had one. Had, but it was yeah. still like ten dollars or eleven dollars for that one Corona. Yeah, but it was worth it. That that that, that it nah. was worth it. See, with that meal. what I love about that place is I drink mainly just water, and yeah. Viva Italiana free water. So that was great for me. It's like they just kept topping off my glass of ice water. And it was ice, ice water. Then a big old plate of spaghetti. Oh, my God. It was yeah, amazing. It was. The whole Wizarding World was amazing. Yes. I, well, we can't recommend it enough. Yeah, we've been And Jamie will recommend it once he's been down there. Yeah, we've been down there how many times already? Uh, I think we, we went four times. Trips. Four or five. Four, four, I think four times out of the last three years. Yeah. And this year, hopefully we go down there we're, we're going to try to make it under three times this year because we've got a little more, little little more time more, on our hands this time. A little bit more flexibility. Yeah. Work-wise, a bit We're going down in April. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... I that's, just got to get those dates from you so I can uh, yep. get them to my boss. Yeah. yeah, we're definitely going down there for that. What started it is uh, we ended up getting the, the stimulus checks. Yep, back when COVID was going on, we was getting yep. stimulus checks. And I sitting here one day, I said, there's two places I want to go. I said, I'm going on vacation. There's two places I want to go. I said, one, it's Hawaii because I got a cousin down there. I'd love to go down there and visit Hawaii. I said, and the other, and Corey was, if you're saying the Wizarding World, we're going. I'm going with you. I said, book it. All I can tell you is to book it. Next thing I know, it wasn't a week later. We done looked up hotels. We done looked up flights and, and paid for it all. I think that first trip was like 600 some dollars. Uh, it's more well, each for each yeah, of each, us. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, we again that was our first time, so we didn't know everything we know now. So we were we literally and we went for four days, which your first time down there four days is good. That way you get to experience everything. Once you've been down there a lot, then really two full days is enough at the park. Yeah, but uh, that time we went for four full days at the park, 
And so we bought four tickets to park, park to park tickets. And that was, but that, that was our we rooms, our flight down there, and our tickets. So, yeah. you know, that ain't a bad little trip. No. Again, it, I highly recommend, you know, your first time, do the ticket thing. But if you're going to go down there multiple times, get the annual pass. Yeah. Because you get a major discount on your hotel with the annual pass. It's like 20% off. It's a huge savings on the hotel. And then you also get, uh, depending on which annual pass you get, because there's four different ones, uh, you get anywhere from 5 to 15% off of purchases. every purchase down there. Something I read that I don't know if we've been doing, when you go to the, the Cinemark down there, the movie theater down there, if you have an annual pass and you, you know, basically scan it like we scan it at the other places, you get $3 off your ticket. Oh, we haven't been doing that. I know we haven't. We've been paying an extra $3 when we go to the movies for our tickets. But to be fair, it's worth that extra $3 to be able oh, to sit yeah. in that theater, sit down in that lazy boy, hit that little button, the back lays back, the feet comes up in the air, you got the little tray that comes around in front of you, sit your drink and your popcorn on. My only problem is I finish my popcorn before the movie even starts because <laughs> there's 30 minutes of trailers and sitting mm-hmm. there watching. And that's become an annual thing. When we go down there, we always go to the movies now. Yep, the first night. Basically, when we go down there, our, our flight always gets us there in the evening time. We can never, even when our flights are supposed to leave in the morning, they always get delayed. <laughs> yeah. We never make it down there until the evening, around 6 or 7. When the park's getting at that point, close. the park's closing, but the city walk stays open until, like, midnight or sometimes a little after midnight. So we always just go to city walk. We go eat at one of the places. This time around, and this last time around, and this time around, coming up, it'll be Viva Italiana, because the restaurant's amazing. And then we go to the Cinemark, to the movies, and yeah. we watch whatever new movies coming out we want to see. Yeah, uh, reservation, 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 if you want to get into Oh, Viva Italiana. Yeah, now, the guy that was, you know, we go up to, and he'll tell you where to go sit and stuff, he hooked us up and told us, hey, man. If you don't have a reservation, if you don't mind sitting at the bar and eating, because anything you can get at the bar or the table you can get at the bar, you can go on in. I said, "Oh yeah, that's what we did. We went straight in there, set the bar, order our food up, and man, it was good." Yeah, I walked. We were standing in line, and all the people in front of us were showing up, and they all had reservations. And then one person didn't, and so he made a reservation and left. And so then when I when we walked up, I was like, "Uh, I think I need to make a reservation." He goes, "Yeah, you do." He goes, "Well, there's two of you." He said, "If you don't mind eating at the bar." Then you can go in now and just eat a bar like, oh, that's fine. And shoo, right in there. And it was amazing. It was. God, that was, that was the best Italian restaurant I've ever ate, ever ate at. Now, I don't eat out much, so that's not saying much for me. Now, I don't have a lot to base, base it on. Yeah, but I will say that was better than my mom's spaghetti. Sorry, Mom. From <laughs> uh, it's better than my granny's spaghetti. Again, sorry, granny in heaven. But it, it, was, it was good. God, I'm getting so hungry listening to y'all. <laughs> hey, I mean, when you go down to Universal, the two best things down there are the Wizarding World and the restaurants. Yeah, and there's a sh- man, there's a shit ton of restaurants. Oh yeah, again, we've been down there four Walk. or five five times, and we still haven't ate at every restaurant down there. Well, that's when we ate was what the bread box. Yeah, bread box. That was really good. Yeah. Now it's it's not like a you don't go there for dinner. You go no. there for a for lunch. a sandwich. You know, for lunch. Yeah. Like, you know, when, when we went, I got a uh, a grilled cheese, and it was real thick like Texas toast with grilled cheese, you know, in the middle, and fries. I meant to get some tomato soup and completely forgot, but yeah. 
Yeah, it was it was real good. Like I said, I watch videos on them. Well, used to all the time, updates this and that, and I'm always seeing places. We never even walked by the Bob Barley Bar down there. No. And it's just one of the little alleyways you cut down through, and there it is. Bread box, you come out and go up a set of stairs, and there's a bunch of restaurants and stuff on the top part. I yeah. Like, Man, there are places, ever, any little nook or cranny they could put something, there's something there. And you, you can only imagine with Epic getting ready to open up down there, there's going to be even more restaurants. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not going to go to Epic as soon as it opens. Why not? Because it's going to clear out the Wizarding World. Oh, you have a point there. Yeah, but I want to go to Epic so I, bad. I, I want to go to Epic too, but at least that first day, I'm going to. The oh, we're not going to be down there opening day. Yeah. It's going to be blow away opening oh, day. Oh, yeah. But I mean, but, the very first day we get down there, hitting the Wizarding World. Oh, that means yeah. I can get on Hagrid's pretty much, probably right out the gate. If not right out the gate, 10, 15 minutes into it. You know what I was thinking. What's that? Oh. No, go ahead. No, 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 no. Skip it over. It was from a podcast, a different podcast. Oh, okay. Discussed, and you mentioned the Hagrid ride. It just reminded me of something, but yeah. irrelevant to this conversation. I'm gonna get on the Hagrid ride now. Forbidden Journey. We never had any problems getting on it. No, there's only been one time we really had to stay in the line. Yeah, it was that was a it was a 45 minute wait that one time. Yeah, the, and I think that's the only time we've ever waited more than 20 minutes, and it was 45 minutes. Yeah, but for the most part, yeah, that one. Is easy, and that one even a twenty minute wait is not bad because it's almost always inside the castle, and it's very cool inside the castle. Doesn't matter what yes. the temperature is outside, inside there because you know it's that's you know a bunch of rock and whatever they made it out of. It's very thick and it's dark and it's cool and it's shaded and it's nice. Yeah, we're gonna get an Instagram made up and we're gonna post up videos and pictures and stuff we have taken down there. So yeah. Our listeners can see what we're talking about, and that might inspire you to want to go to it. Yeah. And honestly, people, it does not cost as much as you think it does to go to them. No, it doesn't. Now that we've figured out, you know, everything, we go down there for, you know, like a full two days at the park. So normally it's a total of staying three nights at a hotel. It normally costs us, you know, anywhere from $200, $250 each. Yeah. Depending now, on if we stay at the Hard Rock or not. Yeah. Yeah, if you stay at the Hard Rock, it's a little different. But just staying at the dark dock side or surf side which is honestly the better hotels down there those are the cheap ones but they're the better ones in my opinion yeah because we stayed at the hard rock and it was not upgraded no, no. only thing good about the hard rock is the free two-day express pass yep the day you check in all that day express pass the next day if you're checking out you still all day express pass yeah so if you're if you're staying down there for multiple nights just pick a night and do the hard rock for the one night You'll get express pass for you and everybody staying with you. We'll get an a unlimited express pass for that day and the next day. And just to give you all a heads up, two days ago down there at Universal, the express pass was $211 a day. Yeah. So paying $300 to stay at the Hard Rock for one night in a two-queen room. So you got two queen beds. So, you know, family of four. There you go. Now, there, you've got four unlimited express passes for two days. 300 bucks yeah it's it's that's the, that's the only reason it's worth it the room itself is not as good as the dockside and surfside because no. those dockside and surfside hotels were just built you know six five six years ago you know the hard rock and a lot of the other hotels down there portofino bay they were built you know years and years ago yeah now i don't want to take away from the hotel itself because hotel is nice oh yeah just 
all the rock memorabilia and stuff that's in there, all the things you can do, it's it's beautiful. But that room, <laughs> yeah, well, granted, when you're down there, you're not going to spend much time in your room. It, you wake no. up, go to the park, come back, take your little nap or something, go right back to the park, and then you come back. <laughs> and yeah. then you go to bed. <laughs> yep. That's all we do. At least that's all we do when we go down there. Oh yeah, we don't we don't hit the we don't hit up the pool because all, all the hotels have pools. Yep, and you know cabanas and stuff like that. We don't hit none of that because we go down there to go to the park. That's why we're going there. We don't care about nothing else. Yeah, we don't leave the we don't leave the park. Yeah, We've never been anywhere else besides no, the park. <laughs> no, we literally we we fly down there, we land, we get on a shuttle bus that takes us. It's you know supplied by Universal, takes us straight to our hotel. A, a, one of the Universal hotels, it goes to all of them. So whatever Universal hotel you're staying at, you just tell the driver, and he you know makes a stop at each of them, drops everybody off, and then from there, they have a shuttle bus that goes from the hotel to the park every thirty minutes. Uh, no, it's more than that. Well, they they tell you every yeah every thirty minutes there's a bus, but for the most part, coming and going. You you don't wait at all. No, you walk out of the hotel, and there's almost always a bus down there loading people up. It doesn't take three minutes to get to the park and boom you're at the park and then when you want to leave the park that's the only time normally you have to wait a little bit is when you go to leave the park a lot of times their bus isn't already there you have to wait just a couple minutes and that's all we do is just back and forth hotel to park hotel to park we don't go anywhere else if we need anything uh deli- i can say deliveroo but uh doordash that's the one we use yep and it's just mainly water because who wants to pay five dollars for a bottle of water yeah <laughs> yeah if you're gonna be down there for multiple days definitely uh DoorDash you a 32-pack of, of bottled water and just keep it in your mini-fridge. Because, yeah, down there it's $5 for a one bottle of water. Unless you eat it Vivo Italiana. Then your water's free. Free water. That's why it's the best restaurant. I don't know about the... Well, it's it's right up there. So far, it's the best one we've been to. Mm-hmm. There's so to be fair, uh, the fire oh, eaters, yeah, the, that may be better. That's a little out of our price range. I don't know. I'm gonna make it. I'm making. I'm getting me a steak down there. At least one good steak. Is he? Is Fire Eaters a a uh, black tie? No. Okay, I wasn't sure. No, it ain't something you got to go in with all fancy clothes and stuff. No, it's you go in there and whatever you want. Yeah, I don't know. That's still. I'm not a big it's fan a, of steak anyway, so that's why I look at it and go, eh, "It's not worth the price." Because I'm not a huge fan of steak. I love a good steak. That's because you like your steak burnt. Me, I like it cooked. Rare. I don't. I don't. Want, I don't like rare raw food. Yeah. yeah. Corey over there, when he gets done with his, it's just you can beat it on a table and hear it. Yeah. The stuff he's, flake off of it. He's never seen me make a steak, so he has no clue. If you cook it all the way through to when you cut into it, there's no pink. You might as well just have burnt that damn thing and threw it out the door. I'm telling you, you. It takes me a lot longer to cook my steak than it does you because you, if you want your steak to not have pink in the middle like me, I don't like any bit of pink in the middle but if you still want it to have some juice to it you got to slow cook it oh yeah it takes me forever to cook a steak because i want it to be fully done but i don't want it to be dried out and that's why i can't go anywhere and get a steak because if, if you tell them oh it takes me like 40 minutes four minutes to cook a steak if i go anywhere and tell them i want a well-done steak they bring me a burnt steak it's like i don't want a burnt steak i just want it fully done and they don't understand that mine's still moving when i stick the fork in. oh i know it is <laughs> I can't do that. I just, I the thought of eating raw food. It's that's, not raw. that's why I can't eat seafood. Rare. It's not the same. I don't eat seafood because I just, I can't stand the thought of eating something that's not being cooked. 
Well, seafood's cooked. Yeah, seafood. Some of it is. A lot of all it's of, not. You, can, you can get all of it cooked. Yeah. Either way, I don't eat. We're it. not going for sashimi over here. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> eat it while I still. Uh, Although I have uh, eaten uh, tuna. See, I haven't tried that. Wrong. And it's surprisingly good. Oh God, no. I'd have, have to try it. Did you dip it in the sauce yeah. or just? Yeah, I had to try that. So really, you're you're tasting the sauce mostly. Yeah, I would, I guess. But it's but it's cut real thin and stuff. I mean, you really don't really know. Yeah, that's still not for me. Well, we've been going for almost two hours, so. Uh, oh, well, thank you for joining us on the night bus. We have finally reached our destination, and we'll be seeing y'all what this time next week. Yep. I'm two butterbeers in. It's time for a nap. Yeah, I'm, I'm butterbeer and a half in, and I'm getting ready to tear in this chocolate frog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe not all of it tonight, because I won't be sleeping. Cause that thing is huge. I didn't think they was that big. Yeah, they are. All the uh, times we've been to Universal and seen them, I've never thought never they really noticed that, they were that big. Yeah. 5.3 ounces. Yeah, that's a lot of chocolate right there. That's all right. just makes me sweeter than what I am mm. now. <laughs> On that note, we're out.